episode of Star Wars All In, the show that goes all in on all the details, the things, the places, the characters, the concepts of that galaxy far, far away. My name is Mac, I'm one of your hosts, and I'm joined by my life partner, Chris. Whoa. You, you are my, my hetero life partner, but you know what? Who's counting? Um, I'm more talking about I, our, I, my life like partner, you. but you know, like you go oh, oh, red robes and see fly off into space, right? Me too. Yes. Uh, yeah. Hey, I'm I'm Chris. I am your uh, your life day and life partner. Um, we know each other like uh, that. Yeah. Let's be honest. We do. Oh, oh, we certainly do. You definitely have saved me from a Wookiee enslavement camp at least once or twice. Um, <laughs> I uh, yeah yeah I am happy to uh, to be here and uh, I, I I've got a kind of fun interesting topic here today because I am I am greeted uh, by my own co-host uh, my my son he is he's one and a half. He's tiny. He's uh, playing with Legos right now. Um, and uh, he's pretty excited to be here. So, so you have the um, yeah. child, your own little Grogu there. I have the child. I do. If I had a little hover pod I could put him in and push him around, I definitely would do that. Um, but I definitely <laughs> wanted to talk to you guys a little bit more here um, about what do I do when he gets older? Because uh, I want to introduce him to the Star Wars, and I'm not totally sure what to do about that. What order? What what movies what versions of movies um i got a kid who's right for the star wars picking and i'm not quite sure what to do i need your help it is quite the conundrum and you know what i say let's just dive into it right after this segment um as i introduced just a moment ago my best friend chris is with me hey hey and uh he's also hey. you may hear his, his his young son in the background his dog charlotte <laughs> in the background um yeah there's um why my dog over there have her there? name my dog has her name said but my son is nameless well i nameless give up, boy I, i'm not worried about identity That's theft of your dog <laughs> well you should be she's adorable um, no, you're absolutely right. Uh, yes, I am happy to be here. I'm happy to talk shop. Um, it has been a, a while. I think it was on episode two or something like that. You guys are up to what, like episode four now? I mean, something like uh, that. <laughs> 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 more than that. This is like in the oh, okay, tens. Okay. <laughs> hey, look at you. Um, yeah, no, I'm happy to be here. And I thought that the uh, having my kid around uh, would be good because um, of our, our kind of theme um he is sweet he is adorable he is too young for star wars right now he's only a year and a half um but sooner than later he'll be ready sooner than later so i gotta i, say, I gotta, I gotta talk this out to prepare one of the most crucial parental decisions we have to make in the current era mm. how do you introduce your child to star wars yep yep he's a so sweetheart but right now he doesn't he only knows mickey mouse that's that's the extent of the properties in the Disney catalog that he is aware of, well, and he's Disney fond of the happy mouse. That you're introducing him young to the brands. Yes, yes. 
No, but seriously, I, I'm you and I have talked about this off and on as friends forever. But like, where? Okay, in 2021, here it, at the end of uh, the, the the second COVID year, where, where's your brain right now? Where where would you where would you like him to start? Do you want to start him with like kids stuff? Like, do you want to start him well, with one of the movies? Uh, I, I think the problem is so I want to start him with the movies. That's how I was introduced. I was introduced at, you know, whatever age, uh, seven or eight. And I, I came across, you know, um, came across Star Wars randomly on like whatever it was, TBS or something at nighttime. And I, and I, I was introduced to it, right? And then at the time, my friends, namely you, uh, mm-hmm. as a small, uh, you know, impactful young, young whippersnapper that I was, um, you know, you really helped foster my interest in Star Wars because I didn't know much about it other than it was an action adventure story. I didn't, you know, I didn't know the characters in that. Um, so of course, like there's a part of me that very much wants to repeat that for my son, right? Mm-hmm. At the same time, the, the canon, the, the catalog of material and media is so much more vast than it was back in our day. Uh, <laughs> and there is, there's a part of me of like, how, you know, do I get him started young with some of like the, like kiddier stuff, let's say, right? Get him, get him on board at a younger age and then eventually introduce him to the movies at probably what is a more sensible time period. So say like introduce him to the original, you know, the original trilogy. I don't know what, like around like 10 or something like when he can fully comprehend what's at age six, you don't really grasp what's happening in this, in this movie, you know, or series of movies. Yeah, well, you, um, you were, definitely don't get philosophy. Well, you uh, were telling me that you and your wife had already kind of figured out of like, yes, you mm. don't definitely want to take your kid to Disney, but not until what age did you settle on? So we settled, yeah, we settled on like a seven or eight, or, or excuse me, six or seven, six or seven, um, and kind of just gauging individually on his own maturity and stuff around that time. Um, but really, like, I think seven is the time, um, and nothing against other families. By all means, you know, you do what works for your family. But, I mean, I, I am a Disney file, probably even almost more than I am a Star Wars nerd. Um, I know my, my Walt Disney world. And there is a part of me that, like, secretly cringes a little bit whenever I see like an infant at Disney World. And I mean infant infant, like straight out of the womb, you know? Um mm-hmm. I'm thinking like this is for no one. Like you're a parent, you're ripping your hair out because your kid isn't sleeping. You're paying thousands of dollars for this Disney World experience. Um so you're not enjoying yourself. The baby certainly isn't going to remember any of this. Uh like right. who's it for? You know, who's who's winning here? Um and I guess I kind of feel that way about the movies as well like i want him to win but how do i separate myself my own personal uh experiences feelings right um right. because i want him to to kind of almost find it naturally i found it naturally i, I kind of stumbled across it and i think i'd almost slightly you know resent if it was like thrust upon me if i you know okay well welcome to the family kid here's your lightsaber like i'd almost fight that right so how do you, the, the real question is, how do you naturally incept your own child? <laughs> well, and like, how do I, you know? You know, the funny thing about what you're saying, though, is like, just think about how that would have to happen now. It's not like he's going to catch it just playing on TV, because that, well, that's not just really it. a thing. But I just, you yep. have like, poke it around Disney Plus, and you just, like, look it over at him, and he's just like, what's this Star Wars thing? He's like, yes, good. Good. Yes, good. Well, because like I'm also a, a movie fan, just in general, not just yeah, not just Star Wars, right? So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then you have to ask you, like, I have full intention on having like a movie night, right? So whenever he's 
say three or so, I can start introducing the Disney catalog and every Friday night. Okay. Now we're watching cars. God help me. Um, you know, and, and whatever it may be. Right. So I can introduce these, these concepts and these movies to them. And, and so perhaps um, as time goes on, you know, Star Wars just slips into movie night. And if he happens mm-hmm. to like it, you know, all the better. Um, but how do you, I don't know. Like, I don't know how that, Man. how that works. And, you know? Yeah. I'd be terrified of the fact of a kid just dropping into like Star Wars, like that channel on Disney Plus, and just being like, "Oh, I want to watch the old Ewok movie." No, you don't. Don't start there. No, don't start no there. No one needs. No one needs a caravan of, of courage. Um, Star Wars I, is boring. That's just because you're watching yeah. the biome v- video. It's supposed to be Zen. It's not supposed <laughs> to be watched actively, child. Uh, well, and I will say uh, thanks to my wife. So whenever I met my wife uh, a number of years ago. She hadn't seen any Star Wars movie ever. She was, of course, aware of it as a cultural zeitgeist, but yeah, she yeah. hadn't seen any of them. And and I think you and I talked once before, but um, way back when I first knew her, we sat down and I did the grand experiment that many of your listeners, I'm sure, are at least you know contemplating themselves. I did the grand experiment. I played them out of order or out of correct order. I played them uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. This is before how, seven, eight, nine. And how did that go? Um, weirdly. So she got into the movies. She's like cool with them. She has like t-shirts and stuff and she's excited to know more about the, the lore and the legends. She's not like a fanatic by any means, but she's into the property. Like it's cool. At the same time, she cares so much more about Anakin and Obi-Wan than I ever could. <laughs> I'm like, you know, because those were the, the first three movies she was introduced to. Those are the characters that she loved. You know what I mean? And as time has gone on, she's kind of like, she's cool with, you know, the Princess Leia's, but like Padme is her jam, you know? Um, Like that's, she's coming from that direction. Um, And she's watched some of the the newer ones, right? The seven, eight, nine. So she's into Ray and all that too. But like, really there's just, um, it's weird. I mean, she has no love or care for Han Solo. And that just feels beyond foreign to me. It feels wrong, right? But if you think about it from her perspective, like she was introduced to these other characters. And I wonder how many, you know, the next generation, the the Gen Z or whatever you want to call it, like the kids that are in school now that have been raised in this world, it's kind of the same for them, right? They might have been raised on some of the cartoons and whatnot, um, you know, as as well, you know, uh, in The Mandalorian and all that, of course. But um, they probably are much more tied to uh, the the prequels, you know, or I guess in this case, even the sequels, right? Even more so. Well, to a degree, I think you see a lot of connection with people, um, like kids connecting to like Ahsoka and stuff, you know, yeah. the, the cartoon yeah. based characters that were sort of unique and to be honest, targeted at their demographic, whether um, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. troops, people love Captain Rex and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So then, okay. So going back to the main problem, I have a, a, a prime candidate right ready to go this is going to be an active exciting kid he's going to want to run around in the in the front yard holding a stick and swatting at things and calling it a lightsaber so do i introduce him to the troops do i let him kind of like the the commandos you know is that is that the right way how did what is the organic methodology for letting this all happen i don't think there is an organic i think it's just a this is one of the most important parental choices you have to make because otherwise like there's a party with <laughs> that would love to have your son just sitting at one edge and you'd like let go of him and across the ways three different things one says one two and three one says four <laughs> five and six the other says the sequels with a question mark next to it and just whichever yeah, yeah, yeah. one he gravitates <laughs> towards is where he'll start <laughs> 
Yes, exactly. Exactly. Episode eight has a, a giant big question mark behind it. Um, I, I, I would I, say just because yeah, the PG-13 yeah. ratings, I wouldn't start with the sequel trilogy with a kid. That's true. From That's a, true. Co- from just a principle standpoint, not just because I, of that seems so foreign to my mind, but. I mean, I hate to take the, the kind of like metaphysical high road because this isn't necessarily how I feel. Um, mm-hmm. But there's a part of me that just I'll be happy with whatever form he he takes, you know, like he's going to be into adventure and excitement just because that's what he's going to be exposed to. Right. Um, yeah. As he gets older, I would love to revisit the movies and talk to him more about the philosophical side of things and bond in that way. But if he's more into, you know, Ahsoka, if he's more into, uh, you know, um, I don't know, whoever, Commander Cody, um, like, cool. You know, like it's, Mm -hmm. he's going to find his own path and I have to be cool with that, you know, but there is, there is some maturity that I don't know if I quite have yet. Um, (laughs) But there is some, some of that growth, you know, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners, you know, parents and kids, this is not the first time. Right. But um, yeah. Yeah. Cause I think the only other alternative that could end well is to kind of put a spotlight on it and say, okay, you know, on your, on your eighth birthday, I will introduce you to this foreign world, you know, and you sit down and you just have like a blitzkrieg of, of you know, movie watching back to back to back. And it's right. like some event, you know, um, and you could right, do it that way. Black but... Hood, you say it is time and, you know, you it say is it is time. time to become a man. You must watch the Star Wars. <laughs> and then you also say, like, do you understand if you do not like the Star Wars, that is fine. But my love for you will end. <laughs> oh, it would, it would definitely diminish. I mean, that clearly, I mean, that, I think that goes without saying it. I, I think, uh, you know, adoption's still on the table. Uh, we can just give them up at any time. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, uh, no, obviously, I, you know, it's, it's, it's just funny though. Cause you know, it does also bring up for yourself as the adult in the room, right. It does bring up like, how important are these movies to me, you know, compared to yeah. say the philosophy that I've learned or compared to say the, the life lessons that I've learned, is it the movies, you know, is it the story and the characters or is it something deeper, you know, the, the community, I mean, you've gone to way more. Uh, conventions and things like that you know the the shared you know shared narrative that we all kind of can can hold on to i I can meet a random person and you say oh you know what's your favorite movie and they say oh well you know i'm into i'm into star wars oh you are and all of a sudden a whole new conversation you know channel opens up um you know it's this universal language almost right it's such a bridge for a lot of people it's it's a common ground um most americans have right and and tons of people around the world as well it's just it's 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 a shared cultural world uh no different than some of the other ones out there like harry potter i think has some of that energy of just like hey we we know each other we know a lot more about each other just by knowing that we both like this thing well i think and harry potter is a great example of not just the books, not just the movies, but, you know, kind of the, the sociological, the cultural side of things of, oh, you know, I'm, I'm Gryffindor, right? You kind of pick your, your camp, your house, and that says some, your house, right? That says something about you, not necessarily like that you're locked in. I mean, it is just a movie, you know, um, but that you're kind of like, I don't know, introduced to their personality very quickly because it's this language that you understand. You know, if I was more into the Zodiac, right, I could say, oh, I'm a Leo. And that would mean something, you know. Um, right. So I think Star Wars is the same way. You know, oh, I, you know, if you meet me and I say, oh, I really like Star Wars. And you say, that's cool. Wh- which one's your favorite? Right. And I say Empire. That tells you uh, very quickly, probably about what age I am what you know what uh time period i woke up with hello hello 
um, what time period <laughs> I woke up in, what, you know, what era of Star Wars I grew up in. But if I say Rogue One, right, if, I, if, I, if you ask me what my favorite one is, and I say Rogue One, very clearly, that tells you that I have no taste whatsoever. So, you know, that's important, oh. too. Yeah, oh, no, that, was like, a, that was a long burn. And now I'm just thinking about the fact of, like, yeah, what if he went to the Star Wars channel and he just, like, I want to start with Solo. No. No. You're not allowed to start <laughs> I, with Pretty Solo. much as long, as long as he doesn't go for, for Rogue One, I think I'm okay. Like, Solo was a movie, <laughs> pretty much right up until the very tail end. Um, it was a halfway decent movie, but, uh, but Rogue One. Well, you should show that to your wife so you can get any more buy-in. You know, there's, there's the Dark Horse uh, yeah. option. Are you familiar with the machete cut? Like the machete? Order? No. No, okay, not at all. So, um, actually, I don't remember off the top of my head where the name comes from right now. But the machete cut or the machete order is um, mixing the two original trilogies. It doesn't really count the sequel trilogy because I think oh, we're all no. still figuring out where that fits in. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what you do is you do episode four, episode okay. five. Two, three, six. Oh. So basically, when no. they oh. reveal what, one doesn't exist, uh, I would like one in there. But in general, most versions of it, they say one's like apocryphal. If you want more information wow. about the world state at the beginning of the prequels, you can do that. But they basically said it doesn't really. Oh, I, yeah. Everything that's stated in it is like restated in the other two movies. Yeah, was there? It is. Well, I have to say, like. I, I, I know your fondness for two, and you're allowed to be wrong, um, but, <laughs> I, I, but I, I don't like two. I really don't like two. But you're not wrong in the sense of if you're telling a story, right, if you're telling the story, um, yeah. you definitely need two way more than you need one. Um, yes. you're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, well, it, that's it's interesting. How... I would not have thought about it that way. Well, you, you need Luke's and Leia's mom established. Regardless of everything else you yes. say, Padme's establishment is really important in two, uh, even again, even though her character gets more paper thin as we go. Um, uh, but yeah. the idea would be Vader reveals, I am your father. And then you flash back to how that is possible. Uh, and then you come back to return where Luke starts the movie by accepting that. Wow. And, That's, you know, and, I, I won't lie. I, I have not heard that before. Um, oh, okay. I, I'm kind of vibing on it a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Like, I like the idea of experimenting. You know, I like the idea of kind of trying something different. Like I said, I did with my wife there. And that was, that was a neat experiment because she's still into Star Wars one way or another. Um, right. And you're not wrong. It would tell a very cohesive story um, mm -hmm. rather than, you know, building forward and then hitting the flashback button and then all of a sudden flashing forward, forward again, you know, to, to seven, eight, and nine. Um, huh. Because the only the only so other alternative hard. I could think of would be uh, like going the despecialized route, um, which I am a fan of. I, I like the despecialized, yes. but again, I think that's more me projecting of like I want a carbon copy experience for him, and I it just does. I need to accept that like that's not the purpose here. You, well, you, know, you the can't point is, make yeah. that happen. You can't make it in yeah. the same context that you got introduced to it. Um, yeah. Well, actually, yeah. on that to same token, how did your wife deal with when you got her to the OT? How did she deal with the fact that these are older movies even with the fresh coats of paints of the special edition i i mean it could just be because she's a grown adult and she understands what film is but okay. I, she didn't care she could care less like she it didn't bother her didn't phase her i you know i know a lot of the fans have complained whenever the uh whenever the prequels came out way back when that like oh everything's so shiny and doesn't match i even as a viewer as a fan of star wars that has never bothered me because 
financially, uh, and like in universe financially, it was a better time, right? Like the, yeah. the original trilogy is post a war, right? So it's not good times. Um, yeah, it's, it's reconstructionist. It's, 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 a, it's a bad time. Whereas even in the, you know, downfall of the Rebel of, you're still talking about the end of a golden age. Yes. Yes, exactly. Because I remember, uh, I believe Ross, like when he's tried to, to get her into Star Wars, I think that has somewhat really take a, had a little bit of just like these movies are kind of old, and, uh, and like it's oh really it's hard for people like us to accept that that's the case. But it is true. Like I mean, just watch the sequels and think about how fast those move compared to the original trilogy, and like those are two different eras of filmmaking, right? Well, that's true. Yes, that's true. And, and you, you know, again, you and I have talked before about kind of our, just our interest in film. And like, I, I personally draw the line at like the 60s. Like, that's where I have a hard time with film, uh, where it's gotcha. too old, air quotes, you know. Um, but you're not wrong in the sense of like, I'm, I'm down with the 70s, just film in general, the, the auteur period. And then getting into the 80s, like anyone who likes film likes the 80s. So that's cool. Um, so you're not wrong. Like those time periods of filmmaking don't bother me in general, but if I was, I don't know, 10 years old today, it might. Maybe I look at the 70s and the 80s the way that I personally look, you at, look the at the 60s. 60s yeah. You know, yeah. like, it's just a, a different time. Well, just, it's getting something. too far away from your own experiences, I think, is the bigger thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, actually, wait, 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 wait. I just thought of something. Okay. Have you introduced your son to Star Wars already? Does he own any Star Wars toys or, like, books or, like... Oh. So that's a really good idea. So, huh. all right, let's see. So he's probably more interested, if anything, uh, cars, uh, not the property, oh. like just physically. The kid really likes cars, which is weird because I, I don't at all. Um, because dad's not really. But you're not. Dad, I'm, I'm not. I'm not a mechanic. Um, but you're not wrong. He, he does have a number of uh, story time books, you know, uh, that are kind of Star Wars based. Um, so that's at least, I don't know if he would recognize them, you know, like as, as something, right. um, but he does, I, I, you know, I've got the, the Vader and me or Vader and, and Pa or Vader. What is it? I don't even know. Vader I, and I son. Saying, I'm pretty kind sure of Uncle Max sent at least one or something yes. along Star Wars yes. related. <laughs> um, I got those. And then I actually, I, I think you sent along too. I have other books now that you're seeing now, now the pieces are coming together. I have other books <laughs> that he's too young for right now. But they're yeah. like like golden books, like the old golden book kind of thing. Um, oh yeah, I, yeah. Right now he's too, he's too young for like paper pages. He's using like the thick kind of cardboard books because um, oh, he will he like will God. rip out every single paper. <laughs> um, you know, but it it won't be too long before he's like down with kind of paper books, and then we we'll, I will literally be reading to him the plots of these movies. I have the books right. You're abs- I've totally forgotten about those. Um, and that would be the introduction right there, right? Would be huh. introducing him to, uh, uh, you know, granted the books are like five pages and it summarizes the entire movie, you know? Um, right. But that would be the introduction right there. And then he would be familiar with these characters, right? And, and, putting and the then he'll together. start asking questions. Yeah, he'll start asking questions and saying, well, you know, I, I read me, uh, you know, Empire again. I want, I want to read that. And I go, well, you like that? Well, there's a movie oh, version yeah. of this book. <laughs> You know? And to be honest with you, in um, some weird way, like yeah. that's more of the way I came to Star Wars, because as everyone has already learned from this podcast, I had Return of the Jedi <laughs> for the longest time, and I never was confused uh-huh. about, like, who's Luke and Han and Leia, and who are these people? Like, I just knew them as the characters in this movie, and eventually went, oh, they have other adventures? That's so cool! 
Hmm. Huh. Um, well, there you go. So maybe, so my kid will be living your life experience. That's a creepy thing to think about. Hopefully he has some better ones than I did. But yeah, yeah, no, that's <laughs> fine. I turned out okay. Huh? Oh, um, yeah. I think, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, it's, it's almost dinner time, I think. Uh, yeah, and I'll be happy to read him a good bedtime story tonight for sure about stars <laughs> and wars and Bubba Fett and all the, all the people he needs to look forward to in his life. All right. Well, then uh, thank you for go- having this conversation. And uh, we'll come back and yeah, wrap this talk. thing up. Cool. Thanks. Bye, guys. Star Wars All In wrapped up. I've been very, very pleasantly joined by my friend Chris. Thank you for being here, buddy. Yeah, man. Totally. It was a genuine pleasure. I, I enjoy being here. I enjoy kind of shooting the breeze and talking about the, the meat and potatoes of Star Wars and how it affects us in our lives. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's also very nice having a guest. Um, I, I hope the audio quality is fine for those at home. Uh, we're trying mm. something new. Uh, uh, Chris is states away right now, and it, I think it, I think it mm. worked, right? I, I I heard you just clearly, so hopefully uh, Cameron's uh, jibber-jabber in the background wasn't too loud for your microphones, but but he was also here, so this is his very first podcast appearance. Uh, the first of many, I'm a, sure. <laughs> I guess Echelon's already profiling his voice. Um, yes, corporations yes. are figuring out what brands he's going to like. It's great. Um, uh, but yeah, I hope this works out. You're a first guest we've had in in a while. We, we have not uh, had the access to guests we would like uh, during you know a global pandemic. Um, but, uh, this has been, um, this has been very pleasant and I do want to have you on again, hopefully not a hundred episodes from now, maybe sooner. (laughs) Maybe, maybe. No, I, you know what? Anytime that you guys are kind of digging deep on, on the, the metaphysical on again, kind of like talking about that side and the sociological side of things, I'm Mm -hmm. all in on that. That to me is very, very cool. Um, you guys definitely have more. Uh, intellectual knowledge. You know all the the minutia of the movies, and that's awesome. Uh, but I am definitely, uh, you know, it's it's a lifestyle. It's a, it's a it's a this is a a philosophy to live by, like any kind of religion or like any kind of uh, you know understanding of the world, right? And that's that's and, where I, I kind of want to come in. And also a little tease. Uh, at some point, I owe you owe you a topic uh, where we go talk about Crimson Empire, one of your favorite passages. Oh. Oh, I have things to say about Crimson Empire. I have things. To I'm say sure it's held up as an adult, and, and you see it exactly as you did when uh, you were in middle school, right? Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> we'll we'll save that for another episode because there are there are words and there are feelings. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all good. Well, in that case, I'm Mac. I'm Chris. And until next Wednesday. Hey, may the force be with you.
This production is not endorsed by any other property and is the sole responsibility of Mac Purvis III, Ross Greco, and those involved in its production. It is meant for entertainment purposes only. Other than content provided by this production's providers, all music, music clips, sound bites, rights are reserved, and their respective owners have not endorsed any aspect of this show. Copyright 2021.